Hello, I'm Garrett Pennington, and welcome back to my podcast. Uh, Today I'm talking about um, the case of O.J. Simpson and the murder of his wife, of his ex-wife, and one of her friends. Uh, So, uh, let me just hop into it. So on July 12th, 1994, O.J. Simpson's ex-wife, Nicole Brown, was found dead in her Los Angeles home, along with Ronald Goldman, who was presumed to be having a romantic relationship with Brown. It wasn't long until O.J. was uh, suspect number one in the case due to his violent history with the, uh, during his seven-year marriage with Brown. Uh, there was even a collection of 911 calls made by her over the years um, involving O.J.'s aggravation towards her. Um... Police informed O.J. of his ex-wife's murder the next day, but he was in Chicago, uh, having taken a plane late the night before, which was the night the murders took place. He took a plane back to L.A. and voluntarily attended a interview with the police without a lawyer present. This was a big mistake on his part. Uh, he even gave his fingerprints and bl- uh, blood sample. Uh, he also had a bandage on his finger and claimed that he had cut it on, uh, on a glass. Both the crime scene and OJ's house were then searched and a glove was found containing the DNA of both OJ's victims or the victims in the case and OJ himself. This glove matched one found outside OJ's house on the same day. Blood was also found inside OJ's Bronco leading into the house. On June 17th, 1994, an arrest warrant for O.J. was issued, and he led police on a 45-minute low-speed chase through Los Angeles, eventually being uh, stopped and apprehended at gunpoint by the authorities. Um, after months in jail, uh, on J- January 23rd, 1995, the trial began with O.J. pleading not guilty to two counts of murder. Using his wealth and power, uh, he hired his defense uh, so-called dream team consisting of uh, lawyers Robert Kardashian, Robert Shapiro, and Johnny uh, Cochran, and uh, DNA specialists Barry Sheck and Peter Neufeld. Uh, the prosecution painted an image of O.J. as an abusive husband uh, or an abusive ex-husband who killed his ex-wife and her lover in a jealous rage. And this did not uh, help O.J.'s case at all. Uh, it was looking like O.J. would almost definitely be found guilty. Um, and it was if it wasn't for the sloppy handling and processing of uh, critical evidence. Some evidence never even entered the chain of custody while other evidence was uh, photographed without scales for reference. Uh, the crime scene was covered in bloody footprints from the police and some evidence was never even collected. A uh, bloody fingerprint, for example, uh, found on the gate at the house, never collected. So this was never used, couldn't help in any way. Uh, Furthermore, a blood sample from OJ was taken and carried in the pocket of an investigator around the crime scene for hours before ever being admitted uh, to be used for testing. Uh, Supposedly, 1.5 milliliters of OJ's blood was actually lost. And this led to claims of the planning of evidence, uh, which were greatly supported due to the fact that the lead detective, Mark Furman, uh, 
was a known racist or supposedly was a known racist. Um, and when a pair of socks that were found at OJ's house were used as evidence, it was determined that they were, uh, covered in, uh, Brown's blood. Uh, but the planning of evidence was brought into question again when it was discovered that the blood was not actually noticed at the time of the collection of said socks. Uh, finally, the gloves that were a major piece of evidence in the case that contained evidence from or DNA um, from OJ and both victims, and one glove was found at the scene of the crime, and one glove was found outside OJ's house. Uh, but he tried these gloves on publicly uh, in court, and uh, they did not fit. They were too small. And due to all the poor collection and admission of evidence and the techniques used and uh, the questionable activities by authorities and detectives, O.J. was found not guilty on October 3rd, 1995. All in all, the handling and analysis of evidence in this case played a major role in the outcome, and mistakes like those made here in this case should never be repeated. Um... That's pretty much it for this case study. Um, Thank you for listening. Uh, Tune back in next time.